Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushalmi Pehadaf Memvav. We are starting near the top of the Amr with a brand new halacha, halacha gimel, and in the Vilna Tzor Sadaf, it's about halfway through Chavvav Amr Bez. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miram Sar, Basar Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an aliyah. And the Mishnah tells us, in Megagalin B'Tayfiach, Div Rab Meir, Rav Meir says, no being Megagal B'Tayfiach, whereas Vacham Matirin, Vacham Maleo, Bibnesha Efshir, because it's possible. Now, what's Megagalin B'Tayfiach? So, Tefiach is a lotion of making wet. So, Megagalin B'Tayfiach means to make his field wet after he harvested it. This was a common practice that after they harvested the field, they'd make it wet, they would actually soak the ground with water in order to make it soft for the next planting. So if Mayer holds, no being Megalga B'tefiach, no watering the field, if there's still leket there, him watering the field is going to ruin the leket, and he can't cause the loss for the Aniyim. Whereas the Chachamim allow him to do that because it's Efsher, which means it's possible to sort it out for the Aniyim, he could just pay the Aniyim whatever they're going to be losing by him watering it. Now the Gemara tells us, Tani, we have a Brisa, Hamarabit Sadehu, someone that wants to water his field, and this is before the Ani got there to take his leket. So his damages by not watering the field is going to be more than the Ani is going to lose out by his leket getting ruined. So Mutter, the Baal Bais is allowed to water the field because his loss is going to be more than the Ani's. If the Ani is going to be losing out more by his leket getting ruined than by the Baal Bais just waiting a little bit in order to water his field, so the Baal Bais is not allowed to water his field. He has to wait for the Ani to come and take the leket then he's allowed to water it. Now, Rabbi Huda, um, Rabbi Huda says, either which way, meaning even if the Baal Bayis is going to suffer a bigger loss than the Aniyim will, still, he has to gather all the Leket and leave it on the fence or leave it on a stone wall. Then the Ani can come and take what's rightfully his, which means that according to Rabbi Huda, the Baal Bayis is not allowed to water his field until he sorts out the Leket for the Ani, and that's even if he's going to suffer a bigger loss than the Aniyim will if their Leket gets ruined. Now the Gemara says, it seems to be that we have an inconsistency in the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, Tamanu Amar, over there it says, which is talking about later on in the Masechta, the same way he's allowed to weed out, he's allowed to pick out his own, so he's allowed to do so by the names as well. But over here, he says this. Now, what's this referring to? So in the seventh paragraph, there's machalikas between Rabbi Huda and Rameyer regarding grapevines. His vines are growing too close together, and he wants to remove a few of them to give room for the others to grow. Now, some vines have idolize on them, and these are underdeveloped clusters that have to be left for the Aniyim. So Rameyer holds no uprooting those vines because it's going to be causing a loss for the Aniyim. Whereas Rabbi Huda argues that since it's for the betterment of his vines, he doesn't need to worry about the Aniyim. Now, this seems not to be like Rabbi Huda over here that had just told us that he's not allowed to water his field, even if it's going to be a loss for him until he removes all the leket. So the answer is, Over there, they caused it for themselves and they didn't come. They could have come to take the idolize, but they didn't take them, so it's not the Baal Bias's fault, and that's why if he wants to weed out the vines that have idolize on them, he's allowed to. But however, over here, they did come. We're talking about a situation where the Aniyim came to the field, they want to take the leket, but this Baal Bias, he's in a rush, he needs to water his field right now, and he doesn't have time for the Aniyim. So in that situation, Rabbi Huda says, he has to make sure he sorts out the leket for the Aniyim first, and only then he's allowed to water his field. The Gemara continues, Machaf Shitas and Seems to be we have an inconsistency in the Shita of the Rabbanon. Over here we have a little bit of a Girsa change. Instead of saying Taman, we say Kai Inun Amrin. Over here they say Im Hezekim Rubal Shal Ani. If the Baal Bais is Hezek in not watering his field right away is going to be more than the Ani's, then he doesn't have to pay attention to the Ani and he's allowed to water the field. And once again we have another Girsa change, Vitaman Inun Amrin Hachin. But over there they say this, meaning over there in the case of Eulis, they said the Baal Bais is not allowed to take those vines that have Eulis on them. Why not? So, Memphis on the top, the Gemara answers, and once again, we have a gear, so change. 
Over here, there is no other way about it. If he doesn't water his field right away, he's going to suffer a loss. And there's no way out of suffering that loss other than watering his field right away. So he doesn't have to be mindful of Aniyim and he can water his field. But Ram Taman, but over there, that's the proper Girsa Taman, Efshar, it is possible. He could weed out the vines that don't have Eulis on them. And he's not going to be causing a loss for that Aniyim. And he's still going to be gaining that he's weeding out some of his vines, giving room for the other vines to grow. And that's why over there, he's not allowed to pick out the vines that have Eulis. Now just explaining our Mishnah where we had a Machlekes Rameir and the Chachamim, the Gemara tells us, Vahar Rameir Amar, Rameir and our Mishnah had said, in Megalgalin, they were not allowed to water the field. Now what comes out from Rameir's Shita, that we're not allowed to water the field until the Aniyim come and take their Leket, is that by him waiting until this happens, it's very possible that he's going to suffer a loss. And therefore, Vishaman Shal Balabayas Behavsedai, or Vishaman Lib Balabayas Behavsedai, we're going to evaluate the loss that the Balabayas is suffering, and then the Aniyim would owe him that. And Vahar Abanan Amr in their Abanan say, Megalgalin, that he is allowed to water his field, and even if he's going to be causing loss for the Aniyim, no problem. We evaluate how much Aniyim are going to be losing out because now they can't take the Leket and then we're going to pay the Aniyim. Now the Gemara asks the question, so to whom does he pay? Meaning the Baal Bayis ruined the Aniyim's Leket. So who does he pay this money to? And most of the Mepharshim explain over here that this question is really being asked on the first case of the next Meshnah, which we're going to see momentarily, but also somewhat can be asked over here and that's why we're asking it over here as well. Again, the question being, now that the Baal Bayis owes the Aniyim money, who does he give it to? So Amar Vienna Vienna says, Lania Isair. He gives a Thaniyim of that city. Ask the Gemara, Deloy Kane Manan Amrin. If Rabbiana didn't tell us that, what would we have said? Who else would he have given it to? It's not logical to say that he can give it to whichever Ani he feels like, even if that Ani lives in a different city. It's most logical to say that he should give it to the Aniyim of the city where he lives. They were going to be the ones to come to his field to take the Leket. He ruined that Leket, so he should have to give it to them. So what's Rabbiana telling us? So the Gemara tells us, This is necessary to tell us that this is the din. This is not just a midas chasidos that he has to pay the Aniyim this money. It's a real chiyov that he owes this money to them and that's all Rabbi Yen was trying to emphasize. And moving on to the brand new halacha, halacha dal, the Mishnah says, Baal bayas a Baal bayas which is traveling from one place to another. And this fellow, he's pretty well off, he's got money in his pocket, he's got some credit cards, he's okay, he can take care of himself. But then what do you know if it's archlito leket shechu or ani? He has to take leket shechu and maeser ani. What happened? He reached into his pocket and he realized he forgot his wallet at home. He has no wallet, he has no credit cards, he's got nothing. He even forgot his cell phone so he can't even call anyone to help him out. So he's literally like an Ani wearing a thousand dollar suit. So what does he do? Yitol, he's allowed to take Lekat Shechem Pei and Maeser Ani. Once he comes back home, Yishalim, he has to pay for that Lekat Shechem Pei and Maeser Ani that he took. That's Rebeliazer's opinion. He was an Ani at that time. At that very moment, he was considered like a pauper. He didn't have any money to his name. I, he had money in the bank, he had money in his house, he could swipe his credit card for endless amounts of money. It doesn't make a difference. Right now, he had not a penny to his name, so he's considered an Ani and he doesn't have to pay it back. Now, just go back to what we said before. Remember, just before this halacha, we had asked a question, and we had said that that question is really more relevant to this Mishnah. So really, that question is more relevant into this halacha, according to Abliyazer, this Baal Bayez has to repay that which he took. Who does he pay it to? Does he pay it to the Kupatat Staka of the town where he was in, or does he pay it to the Aniyim of his town? Either which way, the Mishnah continues with another case, Hamachlef Imho Aniyim. Someone that makes a trade with the Aniyim, he has a bunch of produce that is Tevel, that has to have Trumas Masters taken off of it, and the Aniyim have their like a Chechen Peah that we know doesn't have to have Trumas Masters taken off of it. So Bishalai Potter, now the stuff that he received, the like a Chechen Peah that he got from the Aniyim, is Potter from Maestris, and that which the 
Aniyam have is Chayev. He got a great trade over here. He was given like a Chechen Peah, which is Pata from Trumas and Maestris, no matter who has it. So this Baal Bayis now doesn't have to take Trumas and Maestris off his produce. And the produce that he gave to the Aniyam is Chayev in Trumas and Maestris, because it's considered regular Tevel. On to another case. The Mishnah tells us, Shnaim Shekiblu Sada Barisos. Two people, they're both Aniyam, they got a field Barisos, which means they have a sharecropping agreement in a field. They go into the field, they plow it, and they plant it. They take care of the whole thing, and they get a percentage of the crop. Now, even though these Arisim, these sharecroppers, are Aniyam themselves, they're not allowed to take their own Matnas Aniyam. However, Zen Noisen Lazeh Chelkai Meiser Ani, take out that Vav by Umeiser, it's Chelkai Meiser Ani, Vizen Noisen Lazeh Chelkai Meiser Ani. Each one gives each other his chelak of Maeser Ani that he has to give away, and that way they're still gaining. Again, he's not allowed to take his own Maeser Ani, but he could give Maeser Ani to his friend, the Aris, and this way they can exchange their portions of Maeser Ani, and they're not losing out on anything. Mem Zayinomadalf on top, the mission continues, Hamakabal saw the Liktsar, if a person leases a field to harvest it, he's not an Aris, he's not going in to plow and plant and do the whole thing, he's just going in to harvest the field, also, Blaka Shechov of Maeser Ani, he's not allowed to take Laka Shechon Peya and Maeser Ani, even though he is an Ani. Somehow, the way his arrangement is set up is that he's getting a portion of the crop while it's still attached to the ground, which means that he's not allowed to take Laka Shechon Peya and Maeser Ani. Now, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, Amosai, when is that? That's only when the arrangement that he had set with the owner of the field is that he gets half, a third, or a quarter of the field. But if the Balbayas told this fellow, a third of what you harvest is yours, he's allowed to take like a Chechem Ani, but he's not allowed to take Maeser Ani. And the Gemara is going to explain exactly what Shittas Rabbi Yehuda is. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with the Gemara. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.